Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's show marino and kyle Krabs. we're your hosts chris schubert's here floating around producing this thing we're from the draft network and we're brought to you by bet online the number one spot for all your sports wagering information they've got anything and everything that you can imagine over there you'll always find the latest odds teammate matchup info player news and game trends over at bet online they've got Live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. All the sports, NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and golf. So head to betonline.ag to join. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Gingerbread House Day to you. Oh, uh, the gingerbread house in my house has been dying a slow death over the last two weeks or so since my wife and daughter put it together. I just do drive-bys and pick a little piece oh. off here and <laughs> a little piece there. I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to notice and say something to me so I can blame it on the dog or something. But uh, yeah, we're uh, I'm taking it from the back. I think like there's, there's like a leak in the roof now. If it rained, like all the people inside, what, would get what's away. on there? Gumdrops? What, what do people? I haven't decorated it. I've uh, never done it. Never decorated the gingerbread. The house. kit. I've seen them, the though. kit came with oh. icing, some hard candy. Um, no, like no gummy stuff though. Oh, okay. It was all like harder, harder candy, mm-hmm. so it's less appealing. Uh, but they're not gonna fool me. I'm still gonna slowly eat it <laughs> over the course of the the, the month of December. And uh, it's not bad. You, I highly recommend you try one just so you can eat one. Really. Christopher P. Schubert, welcome. Joseph J. Marino, how are you today, sir? I'm well. I think I think we should go ahead and acknowledge something right here off the bat, that we are recording this Chris, podcast. Cr- Chris with the, the burning red mood lights. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Chris is... <laughs> it is the vibe he's putting he's, off Yeah, right there's now. a big he's, vibe. He's pretty he, ticked off right now. Just imagine yeah. Chris Schubert. And then just a, everything behind him is red, just red. But yeah, uh, look, we we have a show to do. I'm not mad at you, Joe. I'm trying to put on a brave face and, and be the best version of myself. But I, I won't lie. I'm pissed off. My team lost today. I'm not happy. My playoffs are now in the balance. So, I, you know, I, I can't I can't I, fake it. I pledge to do what I can and do my 111th tonight <laughs> on Sunday Night Football as we record. That's what I was getting right before the yeah. game. My 111th is going to be done from the Crabs household, Chris, to make sure you are as happy as can be when you wake up. So we got my dudes. I promise. We got my dudes. We got – who wrote the mock – is this Keith? Uh, Keith? Keith wrote Keith this Sanchez. thing? Yeah, so we got we got some fun stuff to get into here on the podcast. I have not, I have not looked at it at all. I haven't either, so that will be a fun we'll, I'm flying blind. We'll look at it in real time. Like Brady trying to throw against the 49ers Ooh, defense, just flying blind. Wow. Yeah. Um. That wasn't a good game for the Bucks, but 
today's not vibe association. That's tomorrow. No, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> we got some dudes. We got some dudes. Uh, all right. Shall we? Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and do that? All right. It's a Joe, little bit weird. We it's our first time without dudes. really, we don't have college football here. This is going to be right. NFL centric, I would assume. Um, but it will be fun. So I, I pledged myself if I watched anybody that I absolutely fell in love with, with a college eval perspective, like doing a final write up, mm-hmm. I'd talk about them. Did that happen? I don't have them. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> in the defense of the players you've done. NFL I think you've guys. only done like four guys in the last week. So it's not like you have this, this over like whelming list of players, right? Um, yeah, I did the two Clemson D linemen for Friday, uh, KJ Henry and or Horhoro. Um, and then I did, man, I wish I could tell you. Well, don't, don't say it because then you're going to like, you're going to, this is about our dudes, not the, not our not dudes, you know? Right, 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 right. right. Okay. Do you want, do you want to start? Sure. I mean, I got, I got the chambers loaded here. Let me start with this one. And, um, please don't take my guy. Well, I, I, I assure you, I won't be taking your guy here. Um, I want to give my first dude of the week award to 32 different dudes. I'm not going to list all of their names, but I think we should take some time here and acknowledge the 32 players in the NFL that were given the Walter Payton man of the year award for the respective teams. You know, like you, this is, you, you really pulled one out. Oh, no, like I, I, I pulled that out of the fire. I wanted well to acknowledge this because I think it's easy to see a graphic on your Twitter timeline and oh wow that's cool player x is the walter payton man of the year for that team but i I think it's worth celebrating i think it's worth talking about the impact that so many players make off the field um they don't have to nobody makes them do great things for their communities but they choose to do that and they choose to care a lot more about their legacy than just the performance on the field and i i respect them so much for that maybe it's just because i'm i guess i'm aging and i i gain an appreciation for that component of being a professional football player. But for these 32 dudes that received those awards this week, I want to tip my hat to them and, and, and thank you for being great role models. And, um, you know, we, we, we react so much to legal issues and all kinds of crap that comes through, but we don't give this it's due. And I wanted to give it it's due here on the podcast. Well done. Yeah. It's, um, There's so much good, right? And yes. the news cycle so often skews towards the ugly stuff off the field or bad decision-making or guys not putting themselves in good situations. And the overwhelming majority of players, and, and I would go so far as people involved in yeah. the NFL are, are you know, taking their platform and the opportunity they have to play a game for a living. And they're doing a lot of great, really inspirational stuff with it. So I, I think that's... Uh, that's well done, Joe. And, and I agree with your sentiment 100%. Thank you. Glad we got to give him a shout out here. All 32 of them. All 32 Walter Payton. And I'm sure there's so many more weeks. deserving, but only one per team. Uh, are, is one of your guys going to be Caleb Williams for winning the Heisman? No. I don't have anything okay. like that, no. Uh, I have a non-Heisman trophy winner, but I do have a quarterback. And his name's Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you took oh, one of mine. That's okay. Ah, that's okay. I said, please don't take my guy. No, that's okay. He's on the tape. I, I had a backup option just in case. Oh, is it Evan Ingram? No, we, but go ahead. <laughs> Give, 11 for 162 and right, two tuts. Right. 
ahead. Okay. So uh, let's mutually talk about Trevor Lawrence. Then, okay. Because Trevor Lawrence against the Tennessee Titans, 30 of 42 for 368 yards, three passing touchdowns. Uh, he had at least one just crazy play within the pocket to extend and, and create something off schedule. But Trevor Lawrence um, obviously went through a lot of stuff last year with, with mm-hmm. Urban Meyer as the head coach of the team. And then he gets Doug Peterson in and um, Jacksonville kind of slow to get momentum. But but you've kind of seen over the course of the last month or so, Trevor Lawrence has kind of turned the corner. And, and for him to go take Jacksonville into Nashville, play the Titans, put 36 points on him. And for Trevor to perform with the kind of efficiency that he did, I think is a really tremendous notch in his belt and his continued growth as a quarterback. The mighty Titans defense. We've been giving them flowers the last several weeks for stepping up and putting it together. Well, they had no answers for Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Kyle, this has only been done three times in the history of the NFL where a quarterback attempted 40 or more passes that completed 70% of their throws that averaged eight and a half yards per attempt or more that had three plus touchdown passes that had at least one rushing touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, no sacks. Uh, One of those three times happened on Sunday, uh, courtesy of Trevor Lawrence. The other two times for those keeping tabs at home, Patrick Mahomes, uh, 2020 against the Ravens and Drew Brees, 2019 against 49ers. So this was an all time great performance from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, That's it's tough to like, I hope everybody has appreciated the up and down nature of the, of the Jaguars, because I feel like I've talked about them a lot on this podcast. I'm responsible for them from a pro scouting perspective uh, at, at the draft network. And it's like, sometimes I'm just like through the moon, excited about everything that's going on with the team. And then they, they love to remind you that they're a young football team. That's still trying to figure it out. I mean, just look, look at the last two weeks, last week, the Detroit lions took, took them to the woodshed. Right. And then this past week, they, they take the Titans to the woodshed. So they're they're uh they're hard to figure out, but I I think for a young football team, you cling to some of these really big time moments, and I think Trevor Lawrence uh, has had a lot of those this year, and I'm really encouraged with his progress in year two. So to I, what level are we concerned about the Tennessee Titans? Well, I mean they're gonna they're gonna win their division, they're gonna host a playoff game, but like. I promise that every team that's going to be the five, six, seven seed, all those teams would love to play Tennessee in the first round, have to yeah. go to Nashville. You get the five seed in the AFC, you hit the jackpot as far as the rest of what the rest of the AFC conference looks like. Yeah, it's just, I mean, they just don't have enough, in my opinion. They just don't. So, Tennessee, you mentioned this vaunted Titans defense. The last two weeks, they've given up 71 points. Right. So, they gave up 35 to the Eagles, they gave up 36 to the Jaguars. They've lost three in a row and and four of their last six. And the wins came against the Packers and the Broncos. They beat the Texans by seven. They beat the Commanders by four. They beat the Colts by nine and seven. They beat the Raiders by two. They lost to the Bills by 34. And they lost to the Giants. That's Titan season right now. I think we're understanding why I thought the Colts would win this division. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, I know that's... (laughs) I'm taking an uh, L, right? <laughs> but, uh, right, right. We're, we well, we're both wearing the L, right? But uh, I mean, we, I think we debated. We finished somewhere with Tennessee when we did like the the playoffpredictors.com, our second favorite website. We went there and did the game by game predictions. Then we had them like eight, and then we flexed them to nine. We had a hard time with them. Yeah, yeah. They, they were sitting right between eight and ten wins. 
Now watch them go on a heater, win a playoff game, and we'll look like idiots. But well, they're not a team that scares at, me. They're at LA next week. Which which one? Against the Chargers. The Chargers. That's a tough matchup because the Chargers. It, it's go a tough Titans. matchup for the Chargers because the Chargers can't stop the run. Right. That, that's been the book on the Chargers all season long. But if Herbert is able to get some protection back and, and he's playing without Trey Pipkins on, on Sunday night against the Dolphins. I don't know. Are, are you threatened by the, the Titans pass rush? And, you know, what's what's stopping this from being a game that quick strike chargers versus, you know, putting a bunch of points on the board. And then the Titans having to run the ball to try and match punches and, and not being able to do it. I think that's every team's objective against Tennessee is get a lead and force them to chase you. Not that that's not every team's goal in any game, right? But you want to be right. a little bit more aggressive here to put them in that opportunity to to it's, have to be one dimensional on offense and that not being running the ball with Derrick Henry. Those are my favorite things. The three keys to the game, right? Get off the field on third downs, right. win the Success. turnover battle, right. and score touchdowns Dude, in the red zone. It's so dumb. <laughs> It's so dumb. Well, if they we got to be just, successful just ex- on first downs yeah, here. You, you just explained the game of football. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right. At least we Win can the acknowledge turnover it. battle. Right. <laughs> Score more points than the other team. You know, it's cheese. I guess it's so my the, turn the for Titans, a dude. Ju- ju- just to close down, to, uh, yeah. Titans go Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jaguars to close the year. All right. We'll find out. So do I tech, does my Walter Payton man of the year award count? Because I have two options for one spot left. Yeah. It counts dude. for 32. You have right, 30, but I, 32. Dudes I just need to know if yeah, I, so how you're many good more for the next 18 weeks. So yeah, you're done for the year. All right. 18 weeks. What an idiot. I am 16 weeks drafted. Stu man. All right, there it is. Was, was nervous. We wouldn't get that in today. Um, oh, we hit the quote of, of <laughs> simple arithmetic being done wrong. Oh, so do I have one or two left? I need to know because I got to choose carefully. Just, just take take the next one. We're kind of keeping an eye on the clock here. We're making sure you have you have two left. I just hope they're better than your Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line pick that sunk the draft dudes underdog money line parlay. Did the other two hit? Well, well, one we don't know because you took the Cardinals tonight. I took the Ravens. Okay, so oh, Chris is over here flexing because he got the pick, and neither one. Obviously, I got mine wrong. I got mine right last week. Only we got only one here to do it. Easy. Bill All right, Burke. Chris. Now you can eat this. Who are my dudes? The Bills defensive ends. 20 to 12 win over the Jets. First game since it was announced that Von Miller's out for the season. And those dudes stepped up in a big way. Greg Rousseau with a couple of sacks, one a strip sack, force fumble, two quarterback hits, a tackle for loss, pass breakup. AJ Epinesa, strip sack, tackle for loss, quarterback hit, pass breakup to ice the game at the end when the Jets had a chance with the ball. Shaq Lawson with a sack, tackle for loss, a QB hit. And Mike White was the least pressured quarterback in the NFL over the last two weeks entering this ball game. The Bills were able to heat him up a little bit without Von Miller, and I thought that was important. So those guys are my dudes. Anything else you want to – I know Chris isn't going to contribute to this part of the conversation. Well, I had so another one lined up. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I have a dude. All right. I have a dude. I would like – to give some flowers to one Philadelphia Eagles running back, Miles Sanders, 17 rushes for 144 yards and two tuds against the New York football giants as the Eagles clinched a playoff spot and damn near hung a 50 burger 
on Wink Martindale's New York Giants defense. 48 points. They steamrolled them. They smashed them. The Eagles as a team, 184 passing yards. They rushed for 253 yards total. Miles Sanders averaged eight and a half yards per rush. Man, this Miles Sanders since he got to Philadelphia has kind of been this player who's kind of floated along and you haven't really gotten the expected return on investment from him based on what he was at Penn State and and, and how likable he was uh, before getting drafted. He's up over 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. Shoot, he's up over 900 yards for the first time in his career rushing the ball. He's got 11 rushing touchdowns. He's a key cog in this Eagles offense. And um, him having that kind of dominant production on the ground as a part of a dominant performance by the Philadelphia Eagles. One of the young unsung heroes, you talk about A.J. Brown, you talk about Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate, you talk about Dallas Goder when he's healthy and in there. Devontae Smith is a top 15 pick. Now, don't forget about Miles Sanders, who's averaging a cool 5.2 yards per carry this season. 204 rushes for 1,068 yards and 11 touchdowns. Props, Miles Sanders. Okay, what type of market does he have in free agency? Like, what's the what, good one? Yeah, what's the Eagles' prioritization with bringing him back? What what's? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, do they think to themselves, "Wow, we have this great offensive line. Boston Scott looks good behind it too." Like, they 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 would draft a guy. It's sure. just everybody wants to mock him, Jameer Gibbs or Bijan Robinson, right? And, and it probably don't do that, to Eagles fans in the right. mock drafts, because they're gonna they're gonna come. Come light your house on fire. They're not. They're not big fans of that at all. So, uh oh, uh oh. What? What's that? Don't get ahead of yeah, ourselves, we Chris. We have. Uh oh, uh oh. We'll get to the mock in a minute. Oh, oh wait, wait. Oh, what's oh. going on? What's going on? I think. I think it has to do with the mock. It does. You guys okay. are doing this. Oh, you're doing no. the show. When Chris started going, it, when Kyle started going with it, I was like, oh man, what? Do I, what do I not know? Okay. All right, we'll so, get there. We'll get there. I think if they don't bring them back, they'll they'll. Here's what I know. If Howie Roseman decides he wants to bring him back, he's going to be back. Because they they figure that stuff out as good as anybody in the NFL. Yeah. But I think what's interesting for Miles is you think about free agent running backs, right? Like Tons of them. It's, it's Tony Pollard, right? Think about guys like Sanders and Pollard. Sanders is 5'11", 210. David Montgomery? A little bigger? Kick rocks with David Montgomery. It's insulting to Tony Pollard and Miles Sanders. I'm just saying there's a robust market here for a free agent. Yeah, robust, robust market for a plotter. I don't think so, buddy. Whoa. David no, Montgomery's I, catching strays here. They haven't yeah, had him. Kyle, Montgomery's not even the best best running back on he, the Bears on roster. Team. That offense hasn't had anything. And he's ah. been able to produce a little bit. No. Future Miami Dolphins no. running back David Montgomery oh. put it in the books. Let me tell you, I would jump <laughs> off the roof. Would you rather have that or Devin A. Chain in the second round? Uh, <laughs> welcome to Miami, David Montgomery. <laughs> well, also, welcome to the conversations that we typically have off the record. They're just like right, that. Right, 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 right. What, right, right. what, piece, what pile of crap scenario would you rather have for your team? <laughs> um, but I, I think as all around backs, it's like Pollard and Sanders are probably the top two appealing options that aren't going to be market like top shelf of market, 10, $12 million a year contracts. Chris, what, what did I just say? Who did I admit I mean, here that 
Josh Jacobs? He's not going to make that kind of money, is he? He'll make uh, if he hits the open market. Maybe not the open market because the running back market's weird. I bet Josh Jacobs touches twelve million dollars a year on his next. Holy smokes! Bills running back, great Josh Jacobs. Bills legend. Josh yeah, the Bills Jacobs. with negative five cap space entering the year are going to find that for Josh <laughs> Jacobs. They're they're going to take the they're going to take the Jordan Foyer money and give it to D- Jacobs instead. <laughs> Let's not do that. Not- <laughs> give me just bring uh, back Evan to- Singletary. Do we want to talk about a mock draft, gentlemen? I do, but uh, Chris, how about uh, how about those C R I messed that up. How about those C A R O L I N A go Carolina Panthers? They evened it up with the Falcons. Now they're five and eight. Five and eight. There's life. So is, is that the fight there, song? Is, it used to be. It used to be stand and cheer for the Panthers. Stand and cheer for your team. I don't know the next line. C A R O L I N A go Carolina. That was the open. That was what they went with to begin like their first ever fight song. Pretty bad. So why why are you mentioning them? Are you making them a dude for the week? Because they're five and eight, Steve and Wilkes. they tied it up with the Falcons. I know, but that's Steve not Wilkes. how. But that's not how Steve this Wilkes segment works, Joe. You just I know, but I just, just, just make Steve there. Wilkes a dude. Just make yeah, Steve, Steve Wilkes, Wilkes is my do dude. This. He's getting the team to play go. hard. They're competitive. Every I'm just su- they're four and four. Away, Robbie they're Anderson and CMC. They're four and four under Wilkes. Let's go. I'm just surprised Ben Johnson didn't make it as a repeat dude for two straight weeks. You know, you know I'm kind of kind of surprised I'm by that. Having some self awareness and realize that I've said a lot of good things about him, and people get it. So, can I can I present to you guys the mock drafts? You guys haven't seen it. Can I present it to you oh. in the ultimate like you you can after I drop my final observation. You have another dude. Hold it. We're never gonna make no, it it's the not, kickoff at this. It's point. not a dude. It's not a dude. It's not a dude. I just want to acknowledge that. Welcome to the Levy Grail Denver Broncos. <laughs> we'll get to you later. Oh, is that they, were they, they were mathematically eliminated. Oh. I'm sitting here on the ESPN.com looking at the oh, the standings, they, and they've got they the, the e? they've got the they dreaded do. E got with the, the double oh. dash. Oh no. Oh no. Welcome oh, to no. the Levy Grail Denver Broncos. Also, Loki, how did nobody neither of us pick Baker Mayfield? Come on, what this guy did with the Rams on Thursday night, that's probably dude worthy, right? So honorary dude I, for all I that. Out of sight out of mind because he on Friday. because he Played on Thursday, yeah. but absolutely. Unbelievable. They said he only called one. They McVeigh <laughs> on the two-minute offense possession only called one play off the wristband. Everything <laughs> else is just backyard football, baby. Just, just run around. Hey, shout out to uh, the Raiders for giving them some man coverage to make it really easy on. What Dude, did we, we just wanted to play cover one <laughs> the entire time. Unbelievable, man. Maybe change the picture just a smidge. <laughs> Unacceptable to lose to a first-time head coach in Jeff Saturday, and to lose to a guy who showed wow. up two days ago to be the quarterback oh. in Baker Mayfield. Oh, Unacceptable, are... and they had all those blown fourth quarters earlier in the season. If you just flip three games, you flip the Cardinals game and those two games, they're a playoff team. Raider, <laughs> McDaniel's is probably sitting here saying, "Man, I should have, I should have backed out at this one on the eleventh hour too." Should have hung out all those coaches to dry for a third time. That's okay, really what I should have done. Right. Yeah. Keith Sanchez's latest mock draft for the Draft Network. How many picks do you want me to read to you at a time, gentlemen? I don't, I don't five. Five, okay. five. Five. Okay, it's going to be spicy. Joe, you so can just ra- you can wrap your pen. head around this. Just no, no, no. Nobody's writing anything down. Well, just listen. I, w- with some of the spice, you're going to need to. Bryce okay. Young, number one overall to the Houston Texans. Okay, not spicy. Jalen Carter, number two overall to the Seattle Seahawks via the Denver Broncos. Modestly spicy. The Chicago Bears at number three take wide receiver. Oh, boy. 
from the college football playoff bound TCU oh, Horn Frogs, Quinton Johnston, <laughs> number three. Number four, the Detroit Lions via the Los Angeles oh, Rams take edge Will Anderson. Oh, my God. And at, number get five, and Will. at number five, the Philadelphia Eagles via the New Orleans Saints take Miles Murphy edge from Clemson. Oh, man. The Lions, man, to be able to sit there and get Will Anderson at four because the Bears take Quinton Johnson. Yeah, draft for need. That's tough. And Bears fans are going to be pissed about that. They should be. They're they're going to be livid. Now, Hutch was awesome against Dude, Minnesota. I don't know if you guys watched really that good. game. He railroaded Minnesota. He was killing it. So I love that pairing, obviously, if that, that <laughs> manifests itself. Listen, if I'm Detroit, I might ask myself, do I want to go up and make this happen regardless? Oh, man. Do, do the old Chicago-San Francisco pick swap? Maybe so. Not a bad idea. From what was that, 2017? The uh, Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, do, do, a, do a deal like that. Move up one spot. Go get him. Okay. And Miles Murphy to the Eagles, that's just so perfect, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a great fit. Yeah. It's a great fit. The, the next five, the Arizona Cardinals at six take corner from Oregon, Christian Gonzalez. All right. At number seven, the Indianapolis Colts take offensive tackle Peter Skaronsky. Okay. At number eight, the Las Vegas Raiders take interior offensive lineman Andrew Voorhees oh, out of USC. That's not at number can't do that. At number nine, the Carolina Panthers take quarterback William Levis from okay. Kentucky. And at number ten, the Atlanta Falcons take running back Bijan Robinson. Man, Keith Keith is asking for it, dude. With like Q Johnson to the Bears with. I mean, he really he leaned hard into drafting for need. Right, dude. You know, Falcons you know, fans are going to light him up. Raiders fans are going to light him up. No, oh, uh, Falcons fans oh, shouldn't light him up. Well, they lit me worry. up for it. They're, I get they're to be some more fan bases. I, it's just take the path of least resistance, right? And say, well, they'll fill some of these needs via free agency. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't. So, and I, and I like Skaronsky, but like he's the, the Raiders. Raiders at eight. Is he? I mean, it's is a good, he, it's a good fit, but I don't. I don't think he's a first round guy. Well, he's based going on eight overall. That's a top quartile yeah, he, of the first he, round. He regressed <laughs> a little bit versus expectations when he first got kicked inside. Man, that's rich. And I, I saw the look on your face when you heard tackle Skaronsky to the Colts, okay. right? Because they have this obvious need at left tackle. They do have a need at right guard though, too. And I understand what you're going to tell me and. You're not going to draft a guard at seven overall and have him change positions to get there in the first place, and I get it. But I, I at least think Skaronsky is a high-floor, quality starter in making, regardless of whether it's inside or outside. So I'm more upset with the Voorhees pick than I am. Or you should be. You should be, but there's the next, a lot to criticize here. The next five. Oh, boy. Also, we lo- just make it very clear. We love Keith. We're just I you do. know, we're doing of our course. jobs. One of my favorite okay. people on the planet. The Jacksonville Jaguars at pick number 11, offensive tackle from Georgia, Broderick Jones. Oh, great pick. At, at number 12, the Houston Texans pair Bryce Young with a defensive player, interior defensive lineman Brian Brzee out of Clemson here at number 12. All right, all right. At, number thir- at, at number 13, I don't think Steelers fans can be mad at this. Corner from Penn State, Joey okay. Porter is the selection at 14. The Green Bay Packers finally take a first-round wide receiver. Jackson Smith and Jigba, the selection at number 15, the Detroit Lions. 
bring a Michigan man home, DJ Turner, corner from Michigan, wow. to pick at number 15. Wow, that's insanely high for Turner. Man, I thought we were what, like on track what, here, and then we what fell corners off are still again. on the board. Cam what corners Smith, are still Keely, on Ringo. The board? Like all those guys are still on the board. I think it was it just Gonzalez that Gonzalez, came. Gonzalez and Porter went 13, right, to the Steelers. And, yeah. Gonzalez and Porter are the only two corners that have come up. Listen, is it rich for DJ? Probably, but like I could see him getting into the first round when it's all said and done. All right. He's a really he's a really good player. So if he, if you're looking for some scheme specificity and he tests well, like I would just say with that one, never say never. I know it's surprising, but I would say never say never with that one. I'll tell you what though, I, I'll say this about the Lions and corner. Jeff Akuda's playing well, and I think Jerry Jacobs might be a guy. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, there's there's a lot of buzz for for he's, Jacobs, yeah, right? I've, I want, he's played I've, really well in a couple couple stretches there. He's, yeah, he's ramped up uh, lately, and I think he's played well. He and he played well for them last year, and like I think he got some like extended action. He played a decent amount last year, so like he's kind of been on my radar for a couple years now, and I think he's kind of settling in. We'll see. You can't have enough good corners, and I get it. Amen. The Los An- the Los Angeles Chargers at pick number sixteen select Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech Damn. at number seventeen. Oh, the New England Patriots, the New England Patriots. Thank God he didn't go to the Patriots. Right, interior defensive lineman Colby Wooden out of Auburn. Oh. The pick at number seventeen. Wow, that's a reach. It's at a eight, Patriots at, type pick. At eighteen, the Seattle Seahawks select Isaiah Foskey, edge from Notre Dame. Seattle so they went. So they went. So they went Jalen Carter and Isaiah Foskey, really Man. beefing up that defense. At nineteen. The, ten, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame. And at 20, the Tennessee Titans take Edge Derek Hall from Auburn. Man, Michael Mayer, Wouldn't, when you have a young player in Kate Otten and other needs. Specifically, I need it the quarterback position more than likely. Well, and it's, it's Stroud's, Stroud's not been drafted yet, right? Correct. Man. Keith telling us what he thinks of a few guys, huh? I well, he's mixing it up, man. This ain't the same old mock, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, it's a that's a little rich for Wooden, but that's the exact kind of system that I could envision him going to. Belichick defense. Okay, what I liked from that stretch, I thought Wilson, Foskey, and Hall were awesome picks. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. At 21, the New York Jets select quarterback C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. At number 22, the Washington Commanders select Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. The New York Giants at pick number 23 select Christopher Smith, safety from Georgia. Pick number 24 is forfeited from the Miami Dolphins. Pick number 25 for the Denver Broncos via the San Francisco 49ers. Emil Echior, an interior oh, offensive what, lineman what from Alabama. Well, you got to kick all the interior offensive linemen out. Yeah. I, also, taking a quarterback no. at 20, uh, 21 for the Jets, you want to talk about making a fan base angry. You are going to what's light your, up the Jets. What's your thoughts base. there? I mean, so that's they, like... absolutely, they absolutely cannot take another swing at a quarterback. Yeah. They cannot do it. Is they, that... they, the, team's, the team's too ready. The rest of the just... team is too ready. The production that you're getting from the Mike Whites of the world, just that doesn't put you in that type of ballpark right so no i i think by the time draft night rolls around the jets will have a different quarterback room than the what than what they have right now i believe they will go out and get somebody that is going to be their starting quarterback for 2023 and so quarterback is off the table 
And I'll tell you what, we we already moved past the dudes, and I know that that they lost and they didn't move the ball all that well. But Mike, Mike White is a dude, dude. Dude got folded like a origami a couple times in this game, and just tough as nails, man. Coming back in, I respect the heck out of what he what he showed to get back out there and playing. But um, I like that Richardson's in. I think I'm back in on that that wagon. For getting him into the predictively, the in yeah, and having right? it be Richardson going, yeah. I think I would like the fit of Stroud within the Jets' offense. I know it's it's the optics and the the forecast and the investment opportunity and the opportunity cost and all. Like I get it, I get it, I get why there's there's pushback against that. But I think I would like Stroud and his style of play. In the Jets' offense, I would agree. The pushback for me isn't taking a quarterback. If they love a guy, take your guy. Is C.J. Stroud going to be ready to hit the ground running right away and be a winning starting quarterback in the National Football League that can lead a team to the playoffs? Because that's the expectation with the rest of the team. And I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't feel like anybody in this class is like that. It's hard to say, but I just watched Brock Purdy drop his, you know what, on. Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the week before on the Miami Dolphins. And, and so you still knows? have, you, you never, you, you never know if you love him, go get him. You potentially still have Mike White and Zach Wilson in this scenario. I don't, I don't know that Mike, I love it. Michael, but. Michael F. Mike White White's, will be on the jets next year. How much is, how much are you going to have to pay to bring Mike White back? Cause Mike White is going to be a contract. 15 or $20 million a year quarterback with the way they are. <sighs> well, then that's your starting quarterback. You're not doing that because right. he's not your starter. Correct. If you sign yourself up for the same quarterback room, basically, you're not going to roster. Will Zach Wilson be on the roster on draft night? Yes. Okay. All right. Next five picks. Yep. Baltimore Ravens at 26. Devin Witherspoon, corner from Illinois. At 27, the Cincinnati Bengals take Brian Branch, safety from Alabama. Oh, I like that. Dallas Cowboys at 28. Keely Ringo, corner from Georgia. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs at 29. Anton Harrison, offensive tackle from Oklahoma. I like that. And at, and at number 30, look out, everybody. The Minnesota Vikings select Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Mm, that's exactly the receiver. This is a good stretch here. This is a good stretch. There. This is his This is his best stretch of picks. Yeah, want, yeah I like that. The last two since we're already at 30. Values. Yeah, give, give, us, give us the last one. Uh, the Buffalo Bills take Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee. And then at 32, I teased it earlier in the show, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jameer Gibbs running back out of Alabama. The back eight was the best eight. There's no question. That was the best values, <laughs> the best fits. I'll tell you what, though. Hyatt, um, he'll probably get paid more to go back to Tennessee than what he what yeah. get to be. Well, to be a first round pick for at the end of the first round this year. Yeah. But. But he wouldn't get to play with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I mean, or any quarterback and receiver. Um, okay, Joe, were there any, any players that, that immediately grabbed your attention that he left off? Well, we didn't get any linebackers or safeties, which, yeah, which no, we got Brian branch. I love branch to the Bengals too, by the way, especially if we're going to have Daxton Hill and Brian branch. Does does that feel like a Jesse Bates replacement? Does that feel like Jesse Bates? Bell Bell and Bates are, are free agents. So there's a, there's a world where they could both not come back. Let's see here. Four quarterbacks. I think is an important. No Paris Johnson in this first round. I don't think that's a big one. No Paris Johnson. 
I'm pulling up my um my latest TDM. No Cam Smith. Ballot. No, I was just gonna say no Cam Smith as well. That's another big one. Do we get Miles Murphy in here? The story. No, he's Miles yeah, he Murphy went five. I think the story he here might five, be the players that are in there, including Andrew Voorhees, Emil Akior. Um, well, Christopher so Smith also we, had safety made this one too. Colby you Wooden. Keep, you keep getting surprised that people like Chris Smith. I like Chris Smith, but it's like this is a first round safety. I don't know. No, ex- we we had no Clark Phillips. Yeah. We had no Darnell Washington, no Rasheed Rice. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Paris Paris Johnson is the most notable one, I would say, especially because you got Anton Harrison in here. But I like that for the Chiefs a lot. You want to talk about getting back on track with athleticism on your offensive front versus what Orlando Brown is. Well, the. You didn't know what Orlando Brown was when you traded for him. I don't tell you. Right. Yeah. No Nolan Smith, although I understand he's injured right now. No DeWan Jones or John Michael Schmitz. Yeah, he's gonna go with an IOL. We didn't get Michael Schmitz in right. here. Oh, I'm I'm ready to throw hands. Keith, look out. <laughs> oh boy, don't be careful. Be careful. Yeah. No Antonio Johnson, although that's not necessarily a surprise. Seems like the buzz is kind of cooled there a little bit. I'm glad we didn't get any Jalen Duncan stock in this mock, though. I like Duncan. I just think he's a little bit more on the Nicholas Petit Freer track right now. Hey, it's a decent starter for the Titans, right? (laughs) That's right. Okay. Um, Any parting thoughts? No, I'm good here. Uh, Go Cardinals. I've never said a bad word about the Cardinals ever in the history of this podcast. The biggest Cardinals fan you'll know. Go Cardinals tonight. Well, and wish me luck because I'm getting ready to go watch my team play. I have no idea idea what's going to happen there. By the time this airs, you'll have taken care of business. It'll be a happy Monday for everybody. Oh, man. We'll see. I certainly hope so. See what about these defense. What what defense can make a play? That's what it's going to come down to, right? Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, the Draft Dudes. Thanks to our friends over at Ben Online for their continued support of the show. Make it a great rest of your Monday. We will be back again tomorrow with Vibe Check. Uh, as far as I think we're, we've officially changed word association to Vibe Check Association. So look forward to that and uh, make it a great rest of your day. We'll catch up with you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.